Sit back, take a listen to this lesson, how we turn Pain to progression, pain, pain to progression Sit back, take a listen to this lesson about how we turn Pain to progression, pain to progression Bank statement at the bank statement, now they think I'm flexing right Take a listen to this lesson, how we turn Pain to progression, pain, pain to progression This is that, pain to progression, right? Welcome to Pain to Progression with Regis Arzu, money management for all the rest of us. Who's the rest of us? If you listened to Friday's interview episode with Johnny and Jocelyn Perry and you related so well with the struggle they went through with money and their relationship, you are the rest of us. Alright guys, after Johnny and Jocelyn's interview, I was inspired to do this episode to help any of you in relationships who are struggling with your partner when it comes to money. This is Mindset Monday where I help you get that successful financial state of mind. Financial success is not about how much money you have in the bank. It's about how you think about money and the decisions you make when it comes to that money. As per psychologytoday.com, money is the top three reasons why couples separate and get divorced. So today, I will reveal the secret to how you and your partner should communicate with respect to money. My intent here is to help any of you struggling with your partner when it comes to your family finances. Like I said previously, with respect, we don't need any more baby mothers and baby fathers in our communities. We need committed husbands and wives. Relationships don't last and financial success does not happen if both parties do not do their part. And trust me, I know it's hard, but apply what I talk about in this episode and you got this. Okay, these are the four things you need to do to save your relationship from financial destruction. Be aligned create rules, have a leader, and constant communication. Now, as I dive into these four things, I want to let you know that I guarantee that if you follow these rules, you won't separate due to financial reasons. Now, I can't control infidelity or loss of love in a relationship, but what I can do is help you and your partner handle your finances together and help you be more financially successful than you ever have been. Okay. Let's talk about being aligned. Now, I want to be straightforward here. For you to succeed in a relationship, you both have to be aligned. What I mean by that is that you both have to be aiming for the same thing. Financially, your relationship will not succeed if one of you wants to use their money to enjoy life to the fullest now and the other wants to save for the future. Now, there is nothing wrong with both of these goals but they do contradict each other and you will clash with your partner if you are both not aligned. This part is pretty black and white and fairly simple. Be aligned and aim for the same thing with your partner. If one of you wants to buy a house and the other one is fine renting, it will not work. So the question is, how do you get aligned if you're not aligned? The answer is to make sure you have that conversation that gets you both aligned and to never give up until you are aligned. Wow, I've never used the word aligned so much at one time. But I do want you to know that's how important it is. So let's talk about this more. You need to have the conversation with your partner to make sure you're both aiming for the same thing. It's not going to be easy. There will be frustration and there will be arguments. But it has to be done to make sure you both are aligned and aiming for the same thing. And that goes hand in hand with not giving up. Whether you are the more financially savvy one in the relationship or you are the one that can't control your spending, you both cannot give up on each other. And I want to be clear, 
Giving up is not an option if you want a successful, long-lasting relationship. If you're not in this for the long haul, there's other reevaluating you need to do here. Now to confirm, the first thing you need to do is make sure you and your partner are aligned and aiming for the same thing when it comes to your finances. If you are not aligned, you have to have the conversation to push through your differences no matter what, to make sure you get there, and giving up is not an option. The second thing is create rules. Now that you are aligned, you want to create rules that help you get towards that goal. An example of what I mean is that my wife and I have a rule that we have to ask each other for permission to spend over $50. This rule was in place to help us not spend frivolously and save more. Now, for any of you guys that think I'm soft for asking for my wife for permission to spend more than $50, I say, so what? I'm happily married and we're both aligned. Now, as a couple, you don't have to have that rule. You both can discuss whatever rules you want and just make sure you stick to it and hold yourselves accountable. For example, if you are saving up to buy a house and your rule is that none of you can withdraw from the savings account without you both approving it, then that's the rule that you guys have to follow. Once again, this doesn't work if both of you don't follow the rules and hold yourselves accountable. Other example of rules you can apply to your relationship is creating a budget for clothes shopping. An example of that is every quarter, you only have $200 to spend on clothes. So that means four times a year, you can spend $200. Another rule can be that you can only buy one big purchase a year. And you both can determine what that big purchase is. For example, a motorcycle or a grill or even a phone. Another example of a rule is if you both are creating a budget and the household budget, let's say, is $100 a week, then the rule is that you both can spend up to $50 a week on whatever you want. Now, with these examples, you can change the price to whatever you want. But once again, as you create and agree to these rules, make sure you are aligned for one goal and save to make sure that happens. The rules you both create only help to confirm that the goal will be reached. Now, this one might be a tougher one, specifically for the dominant person in a relationship. But the rule is that you have to have a leader in the relationship when it comes to money. Now, I don't want you to mistake that for one person telling the other person what to do all the time. But there will be times that there is no right or wrong answer on a decision, and both of you don't know which way to decide. So in those cases, the leader has to make the decision and the other person has to support that decision. Now, my recommendation is for the leader to be the one that is more financially savvy or the person that has more financial self-discipline. No matter how aligned you both are or the rules that you put in place, things will happen that will throw you off course and the leader will be there to hold you both accountable and to help make sure your goals are not fading away. Like I said earlier, this is hard if the dominant person in the relationship is the spender. This is where you both have to agree that the leader will just lead when it comes to the money situation, and the dominant person will continue their role in whatever that role is. Now, if you are the dominant person in the relationship and it's hard for you to give up that control, now remember that you both are aiming for the same goal of financial success. This is a small thing to give up when it comes to the big win. In my relationship, when my wife and I first got together, she was the more financially savvy one. So she was the leader when it came to the money. And I just had to agree and accept when we didn't know what decisions to make financially. And if she felt one way and I felt a different way, I had to trust in her decision. I know that it was for the best of the family. Now I am the one that takes lead in the finances, but every couple of years we do switch up. 
So know that it doesn't always have to be the same person all the time. And the last thing that will help the relationship through financial struggles is that you both need constant communication when it comes to money. My wife and I talk about our finances at least once a week. I know that sounds like a lot, but we both know where our money is going at all times. So I ask you, when was the last time you sat down and spoke to your spouse or significant other about your finances? And arguments don't count. The conversations don't have to be long or deep or to blame each other. It could just be, hey, I saw $40 come out of the account. What was that for? Or it could be, hey, we paid off one of our credit cards. Do we have to redo our budget? Or it could just be to inquire about how much the electric bill was. But there has to be constant communication when it comes to the money. Now, my recommendation is to talk every week. But I do know some people that talk every other week or once a month about their money. Whatever you decide, as long as you're constantly communicating with your partner, will work. So my call to action with this is to schedule time, whether it's once a week or every other week, and put your phone down and talk about your family finances. Talk about how much you spent that week, or talk about how close you are to your goal. Dream together. Talk about what it's going to look like when you purchase your home or when you start moving in. You can have this conversation over a glass of wine or during dinner, but it has to be done for both of you to succeed. And that's it. I know it's easier said than done, but the key to a successful relationship without having money as a burden is to make sure you both are aligned and aiming for the same goal or goals. Create rules that you both will follow that will help you get closer to your goals. Have a leader that you both agree upon that will hold you both accountable and make the final decisions if you both can't agree on something. And the last thing is constant communication. You need to talk about your finances all the time. Don't ignore it. Don't forget about it. Keep it in the forefront and make sure you have discussions about where the family is going financially. Like I said earlier, I don't always guarantee things, but I do guarantee that if you follow these four steps, you will minimize your financial arguments and you will progress financially as a relationship. If you are one of those couples that are headed towards divorce or just splitting up because of money arguments, please give this one more chance and commit to these steps. And I promise you, things will be a lot better. Also, definitely feel free to tell me about your story when things do get better. Email me at pain2the2progression at gmail.com and let me know when this helps. Or email me if you guys come up with rules or steps you are applying to your relationship that I can talk about in our episode to help other relationships through their financial journey. If you know anyone going through a tough time in their relationship when it comes to money, please share this episode with them. Also, please rate this podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts and subscribe. That is also how this podcast will receive higher ranking and people can find the episodes more. My goal is to help as much people as I can. And if this helps one relationship from being dismantled because of money issues, then I did my job. Thank you so much for listening. See you Wednesday while I answer all those questions that you've been emailing me. Bye. Sit back, take a listen to this lesson, how we turn Pain to progression, pain, pain to progression Sit back, take a listen to this lesson about how we turn Pain to progression, pain to progression Bank statement at the bank statement, now they think I'm flexing right Take a listen to this lesson, how we turn Pain to progression, pain, pain to progression This is that, pain to progression, right